taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Welcome, everybody, to a special PPC Summit edition of PPC Rockstar. This is David Zatella, your host. And I uh, wanted to remind you that, as usual, you'll be able to find uh, resources pertaining to this broadcast on the Clicks Marketing blog, which is clicksmarketing.com slash blog, and that's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And I am uh, privileged to be here with the impresario of PPC Summit, or maybe I should say Diva, uh, and that is Mary O'Brien, the uh, founder and chairman of Alteract Marketing and the PPC Summit series. Uh, in the most bizarre situation, the most bizarre taping situation I've ever encountered, standing outside the door of the room I'm in, because we can't be face-to-face because the microphones would feed them. So, Mary, are you out there? <laughs> yes, I'm here. Good. Damn, I can't see you. Maybe it's not, and we won't do that. Anyway, Mary, welcome, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for putting on yet another great uh, PPC in Los Angeles. You're welcome. We've enjoyed having you, and uh, I know the attendees have, too. We're getting great feedback. Cool. Hey, I wanted to start out with uh, something that I find fascinating, and that is um, that you are, I think, your early 20s, and you've been in the PPC industry for over 10 years, so you joined GoTo GoTo when you were 12, obviously, so tell us about those early experiences. I did. I was picked up by Bill Gross in an elevator when I was 12 years old. Wow. (laughs) No, I was actually an early employee of GoTo.com. I was uh, employee number 68 and uh, joined when uh, they had gotten the product up and running and we're starting to sell to advertisers and I joined to be Senior Director of Training and Organizational Development and to bring in a lot of folks and train them and teach them all about pay-per-click and teach them customer service and sales skills and orientation and a lot of other things and so in the course of time I was with them I hired and trained over 400 people. Wow. So, okay, we're going to talk about how GoTo.com eventually became Yahoo today. But first, I, you know, I'm one of the, one of the few people uh, probably on this broadcast that's old enough to remember who Bill Gross is, and he 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 was and still is probably kind of a wild man. He he was one of the first uh, uh, kind of technology visionaries to start uh, what what was then a, a, a new concept, which was incubators. So, uh, got any good uh, Bill Gross anecdotes? Um, so I met, as I said, I met Bill Gross in an elevator. I was actually, actually had no idea of getting into the internet space at all and, uh, was trying to buy a car through Cars Direct and ended up telling the young salesperson who was on the phone with me what he was missing in terms of sales signals when he was on the call with me. And so, uh, I got a call back from them and they asked me to go in an interview with them and, um, felt like it really wasn't the right environment for me at the time, but Bill Gross happened to be riding down in the elevator with me. I'd never met Bill Gross, didn't know who he was at all, and he asked me what I was doing there, and I said, um, I'm interviewing with Cars Direct, and he said, oh, I have this other great company that you should talk to, go to.com, and give me your resume, and I'll make sure it gets to the right place. 
And I had no idea who this guy was. And he's riding down in the elevator with me, as I've seen Bill several times since then, covered in technology. So he's got, you know, the BlackBerry plugged into his ears. He's got the, the laptop in his arms. He's got other, you know, technical things kind of hanging off him. Um, and he's just a very enthusiastic, really, really sharp guy. I mean, one of the, one of the smartest people that I've met. So um, it was really interesting to sort of have that experience and literally get offered a job in an elevator. Well, you know, I remember seeing him around that time, too, and I think he, he actually inspired the movie in the book, Revenge of the Nerds. I, I think it's very possible. <laughs> I think they All he was showing was the pocket protector and the, the, you know, the bandage around his glasses. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he carried a slipstick now and then. But, and, and <laughs> that, that will, that's, a, that's a reference that only people even older than I will, I, I will remember. That's, that's the old slide rule. So anyway, you, okay, thanks. You've heard, we're, we're, you've heard about slide rules, you know, from your grandfather, uh, David. Exactly. So, okay, so Bill Gross uh, talked to you from an elevator and uh, elevated you to stardom in GoTo. So I don't even know, what was the segue between GoTo and Overture? So GoTo became Overture. Um, for a long time, the idea with GoTo was that it was going to be a destination portal. And so they were down that road fairly significantly. They bought Auction Rover. They bought um, a shopping site called Cadabra. They were going to integrate all of these things and create this portal for people to go to. As you know, It started with the search, and they were going to add these other things. And then along the way, they discovered that partners were very interested in the search results and monetization that they could provide. And so they started doing these partnership deals where they were pushing out the search results to other partners' websites. Um, at that time, people like AOL and uh, Lycos and um, AltaVista and uh, realized that that was really what people were more interested in and that was where the, you know, the money was. And so they decided that GoTo was no longer going to be a search portal. And so they felt like it needed a different name with more significance to sort of, uh, so people sort of would recognize that actually GoTo was more of a partner deal and more of a, a sort of a pay-per-click marketing conduit for information. And so hence the need to change the name. And the overture idea came about when they thought, okay, well, we're sort of introducing advertisers to customers. So there's an overture involved there, and that's where the name came from. Ah, I get it. I get it. It actually makes sense. Hey, Mary, we've got to cut away for a commercial. Uh, when we come back, uh, I want to I delve into this fascinating topic some more. I never knew the, uh, the genesis of the entire search advertising industry. So listeners, please stay with us, and we'll be right back with Mary. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM, and they will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. 
Geez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOC.com. Stand by for the hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders in advertising and marketing about the state of the industry today. The Hook with Katie Kempner, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm, the flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, thanks for staying with us. We're back with Mary O'Brien, the, the impresario and diva of Paperclip Summit. Uh, Mary's been telling us about the, the actual uh, beginning of the search advertising industry, uh, where, where she was involved in when she was 12 uh, and, and has been ever since. <laughs> Mary, <laughs> Mary uh, so when GoTo kind of evolved into Overture, was there ad-serving technology then, or was it purely search technology? It was purely search technology. Um, well, the, it was all pay-per-click. So um, the go-to results were served on the go-to engine, on the go-to page, but they were also served in all these different places. So um, it started with people like AOL and AltaVista and folks like that, and then it evolved into being partnership deals with Yahoo and with Microsoft until it got to the point where go-to, the actual um, go-to traffic on the go-to site was a tiny percentage of where go-to results were actually served. I think at one point it was like 8% of traffic actually came from GoTo itself and the rest all came from all of these partnership sites. Um, and, you know, for a long time there was conversation about, well, you know, would Yahoo buy Overture or would, would Microsoft buy Overture and, and what would happen? Um, and they created a significant relationship with Yahoo, so it seems to make sense to have that happen. So that's what, you know, Yahoo bought them and it became Yahoo Search Marketing. Okay. So that's that's fascinating, and, and uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners don't uh, remember or, or were, are too young to remember that um, this was search advertising 
that was provided by Overture, then bought by Yahoo, uh, that preceded Google getting into the search advertiser advertising business. Is that correct? It is correct. Actually, I remember early conversations at GoTo in 98 where we were looking at the competitive landscape, um, and Google wasn't even a feature. I mean, Google had just started at that point. They didn't have any kind of revenue model. They weren't doing any, you know, pay-per-click advertising at all. It was just purely a search engine. And uh, I remember looking at the, I remember being in a room in a meeting with a, a bunch of senior folks in the organization, and we were talking about, you know, the competitive landscape and, and who we needed to be aware of. Um, and Google wasn't even on that list. You know, at that point, we were talking about Look Smart. We were talking about AltaVista. You know, we were talking about completely different players. Um, so the industry has changed quite a bit since then, and it wasn't until perhaps a year later, so maybe 99 or 2000, where Google actually um, introduced their AdWords and AdWords Select products um, and then started offering pay-per-click to advertisers as well. Fascinating. So one, one uh, fascinating uh, train of thought would be what would have happened if Microsoft had bought Overture instead of Yahoo? Uh, it's so ironic that Microsoft is really trying to play catch-up with uh, in the search advertising space by acquiring Yahoo. When at one point they had a chance to be the to have the first mover advantage, I guess, right? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, we we actually thought for a long time that it was going to be Microsoft because they came in and and did a lot of research on how the technology, the the overture pay-per-click technology, worked, and and you know we had a lot of conversations with them that we thought that perhaps that was going to be it. I think for a long time Microsoft didn't feel like search was something that they wanted to take on, or or even feel I think that search was actually a money maker. Um, I remember early conversations when we were doing the the um, deal to show the overture results on MSN and we had a long time trying to convince them that this was actually something that would work that you know consumers would respond to it that they would actually make money from it um, now of course you know that's a whole different conversation but that that was you know, those early days and and it was a hard it was a hard sell trying to get people to believe that paper tech results were actually going to be relevant wow that is just inconceivable given given how, yeah. how Relevant, uh, relevant to the point of taking dollars away from traditional advertising, and I, I, I suspect there are one or two, uh, at least former Microsoft execs, that are, have a, a tiny bit of regret that they passed on on Overture. Uh, so, okay, Yahoo picked up Overture, Google about a year later with AdWords, and uh, so at one point. Um, and I, I, I actually started in the pay-per-click uh, a few years after all this was going on. So I missed the kind of tipping point when Google overtook Yahoo. So what happened there? And, and uh, well, I'll, I'll break it into two questions. What happened? Why did uh, Google overtake uh, Yahoo's search marketing uh, market share? I think it was a simple matter of technology. Um, in the early days, I mean, the old uh, overture pay-per-click results, um, were really put together in, in a fairly simple way. I mean, they, they built something from the ground up with, you know, ad serving technology that was fairly simplistic. And then they discovered after a period of time that, well, this doesn't really scale very well. And so they spent a lot of time sort of catching up and trying to make that work effectively so that they could, you know, grow the business to hundreds of thousands of advertisers. And in the meantime, Google had seen this, and so they were able to sort of come into the marketplace with something that was pretty good from the get-go. 
and, and with much more self-service from the get-go. Um, because, you know, Overture was the pioneer, they did a lot of uh, selling to consumers and to advertisers that, yes, they would be relevant results. And the way that they felt they needed to do that was to tell people, well, there's this huge editorial team in the background, and these folks are re- reviewing the results for relevancy and are making sure that this is a good consumer experience. Um, and they were, and it was. Um, but Google looked at that and said, well, how can we do this in a self-service technology type of way um, to make the business scalable a lot faster? And so they had sort of had the, the benefit of all of GoTo's experience watching what they were doing. And so when they came out with their product, it was pretty much self-service. And so it was a lot easier for smaller advertisers to get into. There were very few barriers to entry. You know, they didn't really need to um, pay attention to as many editorial guidelines. They just sort of put listings up and the system sort of, you know, shook out the bad ones potentially. Um, And Google's continued on that road with their quality scoring mechanisms and things like that, making it continually self-service for advertisers so that they don't really need to have a larger editorial team to do it. So I think that's the real reason that Google really overtook Overture, because then Overture was kind of scrambling to to make their technology a little more self-service and a little more user-friendly and so easier for smaller advertisers to get in. Wow, that's fascinating. It, it's almost, it almost I, I worked at Apple uh, during that time, or, or earlier than that as well, and uh, it sounds as if there are two key, there's a key uh, success concept that, that runs through both companies, and that is that they focused on ease of use, they focused on making sure the user interfaces were, were approachable and, and didn't confuse people, and that paid off for both of them. Yeah, I think it did, and uh, it, it was kind of it was unfortunate because I mean, uh, GoTo was a tremendous opportunity for so many small advertisers in the early days. I mean, I remember affiliates calling me up and you know telling me they were making millions from you know just at buying clicks for pennies and then selling books for Amazon and things like that, um, and did very very well with it. But as the the company grew, it got very cumbersome to have all of those advertisers actually you know pinging the system at the same time, and they were constantly trying to kind of keep up with that and create, continue to create a product that was easy for advertisers to use. Um, and Google was able to do that from the very start. So um, it, it made it easier for advertisers to work with, and they've kind of continued along that path. So when you look at the search technology behind it, I mean, the search technology that Yahoo has after their own search and then also buying AltaVista and buying Ink to Me and wrapping all of those into what is now the Yahoo search engine, it's a phenomenal search engine. Um, but people look at Google and say, oh, I'm going to Google this, and Google's become a verb. Uh, whereas, you know, people who use the Yahoo search engine are very satisfied with it, and the re- results are great. But they haven't sort of positioned themselves as being as synonymous with search as Google is. And part of the reason yeah. for that is because search was Google's only product for such a long time. Right. That was all they really had right. to focus on, whereas Yahoo had the whole, you know, portal experience. Right, and they had the, the Terry Simmel years where there were a lot of uh, kind of parallel distractions going on, trying to get in, trying to steer Yahoo into different businesses, and uh, one today neglected the search and search advertising businesses. They did. I mean, they took their eye off search for a long time, and uh, I think now the focus is probably back squarely on it because they recognize, you know, what a big revenue driver that is as, as part of their business. Um, but, you know, Yahoo also has some really successful properties other than search. I mean, Yahoo Finance, you know, Yahoo Entertainment. I mean, it's still the most visited website in the world. 
um, it's just been kind of a struggle for them to monetize the different areas and certainly to monetize search as well as Google has. Yeah, and you touched on a, on a point that uh, I, I think uh, a lot of the industry analysts miss, especially the Wall Street analysts, uh, when, they, when they try to attribute uh, or they try to uh, enumerate the, the reasons why Google has been so much successful in search advertising. Uh, and they tend to, to simplify and say Google has been successful because the search volume is higher. Uh, but I think, you know, well, you and I are in the, in the guts of this all the time. Uh, advertisers like Google better because the user interface for the tools that are used for creating and managing campaigns are so much easier to use, faster, uh, more feature-laden than either Microsoft or, or Yahoo's. Hey, we're yeah, going to cut away I, I, for a commercial. Uh, we're going to cut away for another commercial, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be heading to the home stretch. But I want to get your thoughts on uh, the micro who deal. It seems to be uh, reviving, and uh, I'm interested in your percep- uh, perceptions about that. But listeners, don't go away. You're going to hear Mary, uh, a key insider, uh, give her opinion on what's going on with Microsoft and Yahoo. Stay tuned. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads, all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Max, with our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Ow! Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? DMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, Faster, wiser. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. 
Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back. Uh, before the break, I, was, I, I mentioned that I wanted to ask you that... Uh, uh, what your opinion is of the whole Microsoft Yahoo deal and throw in the the Google Yahoo deal? But uh, where do you think it where do you think it's going? Um, at this point, David, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I could get out my crystal ball and, and give you some ideas, but um, I really think that I would love to see uh, Google and or Yahoo and and Microsoft actually merge their efforts and and create a really strong platform as an alternative to Google because I think that would be good for the industry the whole way around. It would be good for consumers. It would be good for advertisers. Um, it would be good for everybody. And when you look at search at this point and where either Microsoft or Yahoo could grow to, the only opportunities that they really have is are to get distribution on a fairly large platform. And there are very few large platforms out there. I mean, Facebook is kind of coming along as an alternative. You know, you've got MySpace, you've got YouTube. But advertisers don't seem to be very satisfied with the types of search results that they're getting from Facebook or YouTube or MySpace yet. Um, and so in order for Microsoft to grow, they really need to do a really big distribution deal. So whether it's Yahoo or whether it's AOL, um, they need to do something, I think, in order to grow that business quickly and in order to have any hope of ever, you know, creating a parity with Google, let alone surpassing them. Um, and, you know, at this point, who knows, maybe Google has too much of a head start. But I think even to create a viable competition, it would be great for the two of them to merge. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think the, the Google-Yahoo uh, deal uh, can be very good for advertisers, but the uh, Microsoft-Yahoo link-up would be even better. You know, get these guys yeah. competing on a more level playing ground that would, uh, you know, maybe even accelerate the development of even better ad technologies. Uh, so I'm rooting for Microsoft and Yahoo together as well. Uh, yeah, and I think people to... forget the fact oh, that, I mean, you know, there are really smart people at Google, and there's, there's some folks creating some great technology there, but there are equally smart people at Yahoo and at Microsoft who, you know, have some great things that they're putting together that, you know, taken in the aggregate, I think would really do some great things for the industry. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting hard for that one. I'm actually a Yahoo shareholder, a Google shareholder, and a uh, Microsoft shareholder, so I'm, I'm hoping to win the whole way around. <laughs> I, I don't think you can miss <laughs> one way or the other. Hey, Mary, I know you've got to get back, I know you've got to, get back to uh, managing the world's best pay-per-click conference, pay-per-click summit. Uh, so uh, thanks for being with us. And, oh, I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, how can people contact you if you want to uh, get in touch? Um, so people can contact us on the website at www.ppcsummit.com, or if they want to reach me directly, they're more than welcome to send me an email to mary at ppcsummit.com, and that will reach me. And our new schedule for our PPC summits coming up in 2009 uh, will be up online by the end of October. So we have some um, some more dates coming up for next year, and we also have an online session that we're going to be pushing out there as well. Sounds great. 
deserve a tip of everyone's hat for the great job you're doing with these seminars. They're just the best uh, resource for click advertisers I can think of. So thanks again, and thank you listeners for us for 30 minutes. Uh, come back next week when we have a special edition uh, broadcast. I'm hoping live from at East in New York. Take care and see you soon.